0: All right, the gas prices. Yeah. Okay, so I did some homework and okay. um, believe it or not, uh, as of yesterday or today or maybe the beginning of this week, the average price per gallon across the country, and this is the average for the entire country, is $4.59 a gallon. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, and that's either a record or damn close to being a record. Mm-hmm. Um, I. You know, the way I view it, Rocco, we've got, uh, you know, the, the on the polar ends of the spectrum, it seems like we have the green energy push. We have the no fossil fuel push. We mm-hmm. have it's not Biden's fault. There's it's corporate greed. And there's all those things. Mm-hmm. And then we have the other side where they they're all pro oil and uh, no care of the environment. Mm-hmm. Don't want to do green energy, uh, you know, and it is the president's fault. So sure. you have those polar ops and a whole swath of folks in the middle yeah. with different leanings mm-hmm. but in the middle. Thinking, hey, you know, can't we set up some kind of longer-term transition to green oil? And but at the same time, we're in a crisis now. Mm -hmm. Forget the blame. Right now, we're in a crisis. What's going to solve the problem? And the obvious thing tends to be to become energy independent. Right. Even for safety and security reasons for the country. Yes. Why not? Like, and granted, some things don't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. But the market reacts to many different things. Show show our oil folks in this country that we're not going to be uh penalizing them or punitively going after them and make them feel better about doing business long term in their industry in this country.
1: I I agree completely and I think the 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 gas price, you know, for 4 years and, and this is not meant to be a Trump first Biden, right? Mm-hmm. For 4 years gas prices were low, right? They came down, regulations were turned turned back. Uh, you know, it was, we were encouraging energy independence in this country and the frame of reference I always use is, you know, November of 2020 is when I bought my new SUV and I remember there's a gas station next to my office and I filled the car up for the first time. It cost me $45 to fill up. I filled my car up last week. It was $112. So that's two years, not even two years, right? Almost a three X increase and what has changed right the new administration and, and the frustration i have where with where we are now is at a certain point you have to accept responsibility and i think this administration has done nothing but blame trump blame the you can't at a certain point putin, in time blame putin right it's like take responsibility and this is this is an overall lacking problem in america right. it with many different things about taking responsibility how do we fix the problem? Because it's killing people, right? If you're doing well, like, okay, does does it, do I fuel gas prices? Yes. Does it, is it going to change the way I live? Not necessarily. Does it impact a lot of other people? Absolutely. There are solutions to it. And the administration, instead of providing solutions, they're passing blame. And that's the problem I have because, okay, we have this push for green energy, but what does that really mean? Right? We don't really get into details. We have these like crazy plans we're talking about, but but realistically, can we ever get away from fossil fuels? Will we ever see that in our lifetime? I don't believe so. No,
0: no, because green energy as it sits. Um, has many issues them, themselves that also causes uh, some distress to the environment as Correct. well. I mean, that, but that's
1: a that's a deeper discussion that oftentimes the green energy folks don't want to have. Well, it takes fossil fuels sometimes to run the plants to create the things that make green energy.
0: Yeah, or it takes minerals, or it takes it takes, it takes resources from the earth to make the batteries yes. to make the energy mm-hmm. run. You know yes, the, the whole messaging was wrong. I, it's pretty obvious to me too that you know. I guess the issue for me is looking at this. It's so simplistic. Like, do you mean to tell me that the administration didn't see this fucking coming when they started making statements (laughs) in the campaign and then right after becoming in office Mm -hmm. that they're going to stamp out fossil fuels? They're going to change uh, the way. Yeah, well, you know what? You do shit like that overnight. You're going to cripple the economy. And now we're starting to see it. And And
1: you're turning off a key pipeline right yeah yeah or and when for, they're trying to build it right they're trying to build its capacity well but they they, but they they changed all those regulations when he first came in the office yeah and, and the problem is like what in gas prices lead into inflation there's a whole like, that's an oh, underlying thing well, that's what we're going to talk about next but, yeah. but that but that's a, like we're, we're talking about gas prices in a silo but really that impacts everything mm-hmm. it, you know if it costs more to transport goods or food that food costs more those goods cost more and that impacts most of America. Like like wealthy people, right? You know, d- do I go to the grocery store and say, I can't buy this because – no. Like I'm, I'm in a position I've worked hard to get to where I am where I don't have to worry like I used to. A lot of people do. And you, you're making decisions for your family based upon the cost of certain foods. And that shouldn't be – like the, the cost of things are insane. Yeah. Like when sure. I go to the grocery store like I remember you know 2 years ago going we kind of buy the same things every week for the most part the cost has almost doubled. Right. Like a we used to go and maybe spend if I didn't go crazy buying stupid shit 200 bucks for a week. Now it's always close to $400 for pretty much buying the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Explain that to me. Well, um Take a different approach to it. Yeah. You know, we're complaining
0: about the cost of fuel, and that's mm-hmm. a huge issue, which you can't dismiss. But what about the idea that that not having energy independence is a natural, national security issue? A huge issue. And it's being put in our face right now by what's going on in Ukraine. Correct. It's right there. Yes. So you have the issue of the uh, the oil not coming from Russia. Yep. So what do we do? Instead of drilling here mm-hmm. where it's already here and just ramping up and becoming independent, yep. we're out whoring ourselves with third world countries yes. that don't treat us too well, Correct. that torture our people, Yes, that don't like us philosophically and yes. would like to wipe us off the map, yes. but we're going to cut deals because we don't want to drill here because mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I guess the, the policy was that we're going to move away from fossil fuels, well- that's all fine and good. If you put like a 10 or 20 year plan together and right. show me the data to make right. sense. Yes. But you don't do it overnight. Right. It's one of the biggest indicators of our economy, period, is the fuel. Yes. And if you decide, and, and again, this, this, this really, and there's a lot to, to go, go through here, Rocco, mm-hmm. but I would be remiss to, to not say it now. This is another example, which will lead to more here yeah. of is, the lights are on and nobody is home. I don't uh, yes. believe that our current president, I don't believe that he has the cognitive ability to fully grasp all that's on his plate right now no. and the impact of his policies, whether they're coming from him or they're coming from the people around him, it, it doesn't matter. I don't think he grasps the
1: gravity of no. what the American people are going through mm. right now. No, I don't, I don't think that at all. Just, For the simple fact, look at what some of their focus is. It's it's about these BS policies and being, you know, having, you know, these types of people in office and, and doing these different things. And it's like, let's focus on helping Americans. Let's focus on getting our economy back on track. Let's control inflation. Let's lower gas prices. They don't even give a shit. It's just all they want to do is pass blame onto someone else, the mm-hmm. prior administration. And to me, you're right. Like, you, you never hope that a sitting president is going to do a bad job. Never. That would be the most ridiculous. Stuff. Like I Like Well, know, to me, that's anti-American. Correct. Like, I want who's, whomever is in the office to do what's best for this country because I, I'm a person in the country and – I believe this is the greatest country on earth. And I think, you know, when you have an administration that just kind of does what they want and doesn't really give a shit about what really impacts Americans. And they're kind of in this silo of politicians and wealthy and helping out all their wealthy friends. Like that's bad policy. Like love Trump or hate Trump. He is the most imperfect human being and president we had I truly believe he had an America first policy. Mm-hmm. and he did what he could to benefit Americans. Like look at unemployment, jo- you know, gas prices, inflation, like different worlds, certainly. two and a half years certainly. ago, three but, years ago, that we've talked about before. I honestly believe that that we don't have enough
0: policy. Uh, Voting—we don't have any policy-first voters in this country. Very few, and I we were—they're so uh, the voting pool seems to be so mm-hmm. wrapped up in emotion and so wrapped up in the intrinsic personalities. It's like we're viewing our presidents, uh, just like we view our sports personalities.
1: Yep. Uh, we we view our you know our music personalities, our movie personalities, all that stuff. It's not a popularity contest. Yeah. It's who's best for the country, and that's what pisses me off when I look back. And it isn't I, even who. It's the policy it's the they pol- bring. Exactly That's exactly right. It's the policy that comes with that administration. Because Philosophy. Yes. And, and, it, and it's funny because a, a good friend of mine, we had this debate during, like, a little after the election. And it was always when Trump was, was in office. Like, everything was Trump's fault. Like, everything was the president's fault. Mm-hmm. Then I had a discussion with him and we were talking about certain things that was going on now. And his response was, well, I mean, it's not really Biden. The president doesn't really make any decisions. I'm like, you cannot have it both fucking (laughs) ways. You can't. If you're going to say on one side of the argument that everything's Trump's fault, everything is the president's fault, the buck stops and starts with him, fine. Then you got to put a dude over here. You can't now say because he's in office and making bad decisions, well, it's not really the president's job to make those decisions. They're just the figurehead. That's not that's not okay to me. Yeah, like you can't do that. It's it seems that there's a, there's a lot of um,
0: pandering that goes on with this particular administration. Yeah, he's
1: like a baby. Uh, they treat him like a baby,
0: and, it, and it's just it's it appeases certain groups to keep everybody in favor. And and this is interesting because I think this is symptomatic of of the two party system that we've had for so long, where. The Democratic Party. The difference between the Democratic Party, generally, I think, and the Republican Party over time has been that um, the Democrats love to say, you know, we're a big inclusive mm-hmm. party. Yep. We're the party of everybody. Yep. Well, the problem is you've got all these different factions in that party, mm-hmm. and I, uh, you know, I used to always say, hey, given time, Democrats will eat their own. It wants yeah. to give them power. That's what's happening. You know, and it seems that it's just happening again where yep. there's that power struggle within the party. Yeah. And there's so many different groups. And the president is trying to pander, I think, to, yeah. to certain elements of his party. The problem is th- the policies that he's pandering mm-hmm. to are so not in favor mm-hmm. with the America. Right. And it's proven countless ways. Yeah. But again, back to my original statement, mm-hmm. the lights are on yeah. and no one's home. And I, it isn't a personal attack against him. No. What I'm saying is I don't think he is cognitively all there yeah. but I don't think that he also exudes any kind of confidence no. in what he's articulating or trying Mm-mm. to articulate that there, that it's grounded in in substance. No, he's reading a teleprompter. And it's and it's all reactive. Yeah. And we're going to talk about let's let's talk about inflation next cuz okay. this one I want to mention yeah. <laughs> too. So inflation is currently sitting at 8.3%. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean yeah. I'm, in 1977, it was at 6.7. Mm-hmm. I lived through these eras. I was born it's, that yeah, year. I lived through these eras. <laughs> <years>. In 79, <laughs> it was 9.0. Yeah, and I think um, I'm sorry. In 78, it was 9.0. Yeah. But here's the kicker: in 79, it was 13.3, That's crazy. and in 80, which was the mm-hmm. last year of uh, it, the last year of, of Carter. Uh, was 12.5. So it can go worse. Yeah. So yes. when we're sitting here saying, oh my God, it can't get any worse. You know, granted we haven't mm-hmm. seen gas prices worse than we have, yeah. but the inflation components mm-hmm. really can go worse. And yeah, interest rates, which I don't have in front of me, they were extremely high in conjunction. With this. Mm-hmm. And now what's happening with interest rates they now?
1: Raise, they raised 50 basis points. They just said the next two fed meetings, another fifty ba- another 50 basis points in each meeting is probably going to be on the table. Yeah. They haven't raised them in, what, 20 years? Mm-hmm. This was the first time mm-hmm. they've raised them. So you're going to start seeing that impact as well. And I think I think inflation is also lagging behind gas prices, right? I think we're going to see the impact of gas prices a month, to three months from now hit inflation. There's no question. You know, it's a lagging indicator, in my opinion. I would agree. And, again,
0: the messaging is all off by this yeah. administration. And, 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 again, I don't know if that's a reflection of the – the president not having uh, a presence to come out and articulate and do things, you know, and, and talk to the people and he's being hidden away or everything's being messaged. It's not, you know. It's a direct opposite of what we had prior. Yeah. A lot of folks push back on Trump talking off, uh, you know, off the cuff and ad libbing and doing all that. That that wasn't any good. Okay, now we have someone who literally is like a robot yep. who cannot articulate well, yep. doesn't finish his sentences, doesn't finish the ends of words, right. slurs, and his eyes look vacant. Yeah, I'm being bluntly honest. That's how yeah. I view it. And yes. so now we have inflation and gas prices, mm-hmm. and now we have a baby formula issue and you know the funniest thing imaginable was when this kind of hit the news about two and a half, three weeks ago. Yeah, when you started to hear about it, yeah, I had uh, I, I was observing a lot of um, uh, Biden supporters, yeah. Democrats, uh, a lot of progressives. You know, poo pooing it's not okay. big a big a big deal, and 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 now all of a sudden yeah. they're on the bandwagon.
1: Yeah, because it is a fucking big well, right, deal. The, man, who, who's the one woman? It's that a said, huge big deal. Just breastfeed. Like that's not that was how Beth f- Midler. I like, think that's not how it fucking works.
0: No, it's it's not, and it, it really is interesting because it's so funny you said that. Mm-hmm. You know, because I have it right here that you know we one failure of this country, in my opinion. I don't know how you feel about it, but mm-hmm. we don't have anything in place for all of the regulation and all of the mm-hmm. all of the social engineering that we do have. Yeah. The one thing we don't have, which shocks me, is that we don't have any guaranteed maternity time.
1: Well, okay. we do. We do under the Fair um, the Family Medical Leave Act. If you if you're an employer that has fifty or more employees, you under the Family and Medical Leave Act, you can get up to twelve weeks a year of time off, not paid. It's not guaranteed to be paid. It's, right, If it's unpaid. You know, it's time off, and most employers will allow you to use. And it's over fifty though. You have to have over fifty. Yeah, certain states have different laws that require certain things. But I, but I will tell you, most employers that I know that I work with that are clients do have some level of maternity leave. Okay. It may not be paid, but it's like you can take time off. Well, the, the argument is from a lot of folks is that women, uh, in terms of the
0: breastfeeding, okay. it's like they can't because they, you know, they, they need to go sure. back to work, okay. which is, you know, it's, it, it's directly it's interesting to see the cross-party arguments yeah. here because I, I, on the way here today, Nancy Pelosi was basically saying that, you know, saying, oh, this is horrible. And we, you know, an Abbott laboratory needs to be investigated and we have to get to the bottom of this and yeah. all the jargon and adjectives and bullshit. Yeah. But going, going directly against the Democratic narrative. I mean, they're going to, they'll slowly going to eat their
1: own in this instance. Well, I mean, you're seeing that with corporations too. Like, look at the whole Netflix thing, right? When Netflix's profits, like, Ta- when their revenue tanked and lost subscribers all of a sudden they started saying well guess what employees if you don't like the programming get a new job yeah the woke agenda didn't hold the weight exactly and that's what's happening you're seeing companies started with Spotify when they went after Rogan yeah and that yep Spotify and then Disney Disney tanked and then Netflix has tanked Disney's getting a new CEO supposedly because yeah, now yeah I mean there's there's a lot of th- and that's what's happening you're seeing like I, I hate to say it but that that statement that people say go woke get broke it, you're starting to see it because look, there are there are fundamental things wrong in this country, and there are fundamental no things we need to change. But when you when you take such a far one way position, and well, tr- just to say what it is, it, you, we we they tried for radical change, radical change, all at once. Yes, a lot of it undefined, correct, and unvetted, yes, and untested, yes, off and the cuff, yes, and trying to get people to just agree. To what they say the new rules are? Oh, it's not even agreed.
0: They're demanding yes. capitulation. Yes, and that's not falling favorably
1: on no. the uh, the American public. It's just not. No, because I think people are starting to realize. Well, wait a minute, none of this shit makes sense. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we're starting to talk about you know, if I don't refer to someone a certain way, then I'm being insensitive. It's like no, you're 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 telling me I have to change my beliefs to right. appease you. You can have your beliefs. I that's america we can believe different things I don't have to appease your beliefs because then reverse the argument. Why aren't you appeasing my beliefs? And so that basically means your morals and you value yourself and your opinions higher than me. 100%. And that should not be how it is. It's, we should be each be able to have our own opinion yeah. and do what we want in this country. Well, you and I have talked about this before yeah. uh, on camera
0: and off camera in prior episodes. It really comes down to a, a different kind of philosophy yeah. where I believe right now what we're seeing, especially in the younger folks – um, that, are, that are coming up, and I, I wonder how this happened, but there seems to be an entitlement uh, mentality out there yeah. specific to being liked mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and to being, um, I don't know, it, it, liked and agreed with and or mm-hmm. validated yes. as being correct. Yep. And when that does not happen, mm-hmm. there isn't a simple disagreement with explanations and, 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 and a viewpoint discussion. Mm-hmm. There's a reaching out to punish, cancel, yep cause harm to Mm -hmm. those who don't like them and that's a really fundamental change in here that really Mm -hmm. is not even based on rational thought that's actually based on purely emotion and it's not rational no but there's an element of this this forced acceptance Mm -hmm. forced tolerance and forced acceptance and and i i think that the level it's almost
1: expected now and i wonder You know, have we raised kids like this to believe
0: that? Funny you say that. I don't know.
1: this clicked to me today. So I was talking with Mike today. We were just talking about, you know, different generational gaps. And one thing we were talking about in that younger generation, they weren't parented like we were, right? They were encouraging. You're all winners. Everybody gets a trophy. You're all special. That's not how the fucking world works. And when that generation has now come into the world... And when the world smacks them in the face, it's like, well, poor me. I'm just going to do whatever I can to destroy you, to cancel you, because you don't think I'm great. You don't think I'm special. Guess what? Show me you're special. Right. The world doesn't treat you special just because. Prove you are special. And it comes down to, I, tr- I didn't click to me until I had this conversation this morning, deals with the parenting. Because mm-hmm. it was that generation, those those 20-somethings that are coming up now, were in that generation yeah. of... Everybody's special. We all get a trophy. You, you, uh, your feelings matter. I wasn't raised that way. I was raised to be the best at whatever I chose to do. There are winners and losers. Treat people with dignity and respect. Be kind to one another. Don't be an asshole. Like certain principles were put into me as a child and when I was raised. And now that generation that's coming up now that's causing a lot of these issues, in my opinion, Stems purely in in the majority of it from the parenting, I believe. I think it's 100% right. And and
0: really giving it some deeper thought. Yeah. I'm of the belief right now that you are certainly entitled to your feelings. Absolutely. But I have no fucking uh, mandate to agree with you or like you. Right. Yes. At all. I don't care if you like me. And they need to be okay with that. Yes. The problem is they're not emotionally strong enough. Yes. Whoever the blame lies, I'm just talking about the reality. It seems like there's there's some folks, a good swath of the public walking around that is emotionally Mm -hmm. soft to the degree that when someone doesn't like them, at the most elemental level, like them. That person needs to be reached out mm-hmm.
1: and and persecuted, canceled. And you know what? The, the, to, you know, it doesn't make any sense to No, me. and they're creating their own prison because the most freeing feeling I've ever had in my life is when I stopped giving a fuck. Of course. The moment you stop caring about what people think. But that's a learned skill. I know, but it, but, it's, but but again, like if, if someone's listening and, and you're in that space, I encourage you to look at it differently because you're creating your own prison. Mm-hmm. Because you're creating this monster of, like, if you don't like me, I'm going to make it my life's mission to cancel you. Like, what does that do? Right. When you get to the point where you're just like, I don't really give a shit. I, I'm me. Whether you like me or not, not my problem. Right. The most freeing feeling there is, and it's truly like this weight is lifted off of mm-hmm. you, and you operate differently in the world. I felt it myself when I went through that journey, certainly. and it's certainly it's. in these these kids are not seeing it, and they're creating this like. This emotional and mental prison they've created for themselves mm-hmm. and they they've created this toxicity around that. Well it's also a framework for a
0: life that they'll never achieve. You're no. never you're never going to maneuver through life and no. and be liked by everybody. Nope, exactly. And that and that's a horrible way to go through life. Yes, absolutely.
1: I, I mean 100%. there's no
0: requirement on me to like anybody.
1: No. For anything.
0: No. I mean, I don't have to agree with you. Of course not. If you if you tell me, I have an obligation ethically to be kind. Yes, I I believe I do. Yes, and and, and ethical and 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 to me, I I just always like giving deference. Yeah, but in the end, I'm going to like what I like. Yeah, I'm going to agree with. I agree with,
1: and I'm not going to like what I don't like. Exactly, I I will respect your opinion. That's freedom. I will respect your feelings. I will respect the way you view the world. That does not mean I have to agree with or it like or it. appease you or like it. Right. Yeah. I will always give you respect, and elemental, decency, though. and kindness. Well, how, how is that not understood? Like, why is that even? Why are you even talking about this? Because when you when you tell a kid you're special and the world should see you as special, and then you get into the world and you're not really that special, and the world kind of shows you you're not fucking special. That's when it happens. It's like, well, wait a minute. I've been told for 18 years I lived in my parents' basement that I was this special person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why isn't the world treating me special? Now I'm just going to do whatever I can to burn all of you down. Well, again, you're entitled to your feelings. Anyone's entitled to their feelings. God
0: bless you. Yeah. But I have no requirement to like them or agree with them or care. I
1: guess the biggest thing is I don't,
0: you know, if I don't care about your feelings, that's life. Yeah. And it's not, and it's not, it's
1: not being rude or negative. It's just, it has no impact on my life. Your feelings, like my close friends and family, and the people I love in my life, and the people that, you know, my employees and the people I work with, like, I care about them truly and deeply, and their feelings matter to me. Everybody else, cool. You can have your feelings, but I don't need to care about them. Right. I'm not going to be disrespectful. I'm not going to treat you like shit because that's not how I'm wired. Well, they're all your the feelings. I, I guess another way to put it, Rocky, yeah. Lou, is
0: the, some folks think that their feelings. Have currency. No, feelings yes. have no fucking currency. No, no. Feelings have no currency. And nope. the moment you start expecting currency, yeah. that there's value in your feelings. Yeah. There's no value no. in your feelings. Exactly. No, there's none. There's none. none. Completely agree. There's value in, in, in achievement and effort. Yep. And and there is I think there's a value in kindness and the way you yep. maneuver, all yep. that stuff.
1: Engagement with other people, attention.
0: But your in your internal feelings yeah. have no currency. Yeah. But I think. There's a mindset that because I have these feelings, and I'm all up in my feelings, that (laughs) I have a certain level of value, and I have the right to do this, and I have the right to do this, and you don't have the right to not agree with me or not like me. It's such bullshit.
1: Total bullshit. But it's everywhere. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. It's everywhere. But I'm hoping the tide's changing a little bit. Yeah. Moving along. So. Left turn from baby formula, but I love it. Yeah. Well, the baby formula. (laughs) Maybe the baby formula those kids were taking caused all this problem. (laughs) Well, I can tell you, I have a
0: new step grandbaby. Congrats. Thank you. Um, And we've been trying to secure uh, baby formula for. I'm learning a lot about baby formula that I have not. I I must have learned learned about this. I must have. Known about this twenty years ago, but <laughs> now I'm learning. So yeah. I'm looking for the purple, the purple band stuff, and I've been out okay. there looking for it. But it's a real problem. Yeah, you know. And we're luckily okay, but it's um, it really is unbelievable mm-hmm. that in the most wealthy country and yeah. the, the the United States of America, mm-hmm. has a
1: shortage yeah. of baby formula. Yeah. Well, when, when you shut when you shut down because of recall, one of the producers that makes forty percent of the supply. That's a problem. And then you have trade regulations that also prevent you from shipping in stuff that even qualifies for FDA approval, mm-hmm. but you can't sell it here. That's another problem. Let me ask you this. This opens up another can of worms in mm-hmm. regards to the
0: lack of, in general, the lack of manufacturing going yeah. on in this country. Yeah. So, so- – Free market capitalists, you know, we're going to go where the labor is cheap. We're going to go when, the, when, the, as long as the product's acceptable. Americans want low prices. That's we've proven that. Amazon's right. proven that, right? America's yep. w- America wants. That's why we do so much business with China. Yes. Do you believe that there are certain staple things in our society that we should think about manufacturing here? I'm not saying we put laws on it, mm-hmm. but I, but I think that there should be some thought as to the security of the country. Oil, for one yeah. thing. Yes. Our own energy independence. Medicine. Medicine. How about a certain Portions of our food system, mm-hmm. certain portions of, of things that are vital to our way of life in yeah. case there was a worldwide emergency.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I do believe that. I, I don't believe in government subsidies in most instances, but something like this, I feel like there should be some level of subsidy to encourage American manufacturing of staple goods like medicine, baby formula, um, you know, certain things that are just critical to our national security and survival. Right, the 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 other thing with this baby formula thing—I don't know if you saw this recently—how all of a sudden we have this baby formula shortage, and Bill Gates now has a solution with synthetic baby formula. Did you see this? I did not. Yeah, there's this whole synthetic breast milk baby formula they've created, and this is overnight. Well, apparently it was in the works, and all of a sudden it's again. This is well, this is the whole thing, and it's Funny. 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 And you have inflation and he's the biggest farmland owner in the United States. Like, not saying I'm a conspiracy theorist, but when you start putting the pieces together. They line up. Shit just lines up. I'm like, how all of a sudden, you know, we have this pandemic and he's this, he's invested in all these vaccine companies. We have a a baby formula shortage and all of a sudden he's invested in the company that created the first synthetic breast milk. And now we have high inflation, which could lead to food shortages. And he owns all the farmland. Like, there's some shit we need to think about. Like, should, and that's why, should the government intervene in certain things when it deals with national security? Yes, I agree. Like, I'm not, I'm not a big government person. I'm a capitalist by nature. But this shit should not happen. The fact that we have a baby formula shortage, like, there should be a better solution. You know, how, why? Why do we only have three people manufacturing it? What, what's incredible about this thing, let's just expand it a little mm-hmm. further.
0: I would be willing to bet that if we drilled down into mm-hmm. this issue, we're going to find the amount of aid on a regular basis, on a scheduled basis, yeah. that we give well over 100 different countries. Okay? and And a lot of it, very valuable humanitarian aid. I get it. However if you drill down i'm willing to bet you that those shipments of that aid which i'm sure includes baby formula is being shipped and we're well, not taking care of american folks yeah. first that that is always been is that my racist problem. because that because then i the pushback will be from 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 the left left sure. thinking folks progressive folks is that well doing that you know, you're in a first world country, and you're gonna you're gonna starve a third world child of his baby formula. I said, no. I said, we're Americans. Yes. Why shouldn't the people footing the bill have the first benefit of the money spent? Yes. That's just said. a simple philosophy.
1: I mean, you, use the airplane analogy, right? If the plane's going down, the oxygen masks come down. Where they tell you put yours on first before you try and help anybody else. We should be helping our country first. And fix the problems here. So we're strong enough to continue to help. Right, others. Like, why the fuck do we have homelessness in this country? Right. Like we give so much money to other countries, but yet we can't fight homelessness and veteran homelessness. People that fought for our fucking country should not be homeless in this country. Yeah. Like that 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 couldn't kills agree, me. Couldn't agree more. Like that is the biggest thing that kills me. Like that those people put their life on the line for us to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. They chose a profession that was mm-hmm. bigger than them. No doubt. And why are they homeless? Why aren't we doing more to help that? Like that's the shit that pisses me off. But we're too focused on helping all these startups, which is fine. Once we help our own. Well, yeah, and, and I think that
0: I think being um, being the most wealthy country in the world and, and being the, the leader in so many ways, yeah. we have uh, not an obligation, but we have an intrinsic opportunity to help the world where it needs to be. Yes. But it's insane that we can't help our own first. And that was kind of Trump's philosophy. Yes. Love him or hate him.
1: Yes, it was An America first, first. law.
0: And, and 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 anyone that wants to push against that, I mean, I really haven't heard any valid arguments.
1: There's none. There's
0: yeah, no I mean, none. I've heard the arguments, but they're not valid. I've been, you know, I haven't been. But the that policy's be, been called racist and a bunch of different uh, adjectives to describe
1: it. Heartless. Seriously. I've heard all kinds of ways, but it doesn't make any sense to me logically. Let me, let me give you a simple logical analogy. I run a company, I'm the leader of my company, I have employees, right? That would be like me saying, I'm going to donate all this money to charity and hopefully there'll be enough left for to pay you guys. Like I have to make sure my team is taken care of first, my rent is taken care of all the, then what's left we do good with, we help other people, We, we donate to things, we do sponsorships. That is not a first thing we do. That is a byproduct of the work we do. If I was doing that first and blowing money and saying, I'm going to help all these organizations, which I love to do, and there's no money left to take care of my own, the fucking country, the well, company's going to be gone. That's how government
0: works <laughs> as opposed to right. business. Correct. Business could not work that way. Correct. The government has this endless supply of money called the American people. Wow. So, I mean, in, yes. in theory, in theory, right? All right. Turn the table here. Yeah, turn, turn it. Turn the page. Uh Recently, the uh, Biden administration announced that they were going to, through the Department of Health and S- Human Services, is that right, DHS, uh, disinformation. a DHS Disinformation Governance Board was created. sure, Because the idea was to fight back against disinformation primarily on the internet, but specifically on social media. Right. I believe it was announced, I believe it lasted just under 14 days. Yeah, it's about that. And it was... Paused, right. which basically means it was hammered out, and the reason was that it was canceled for misinformation.
1: <laughs> you can't make this shit up, dude. Can't make it up.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. So, you're an attorney. Yeah, I am. I play one on TV at least. Yeah, he's definitely an attorney. I'm the one that plays one <laughs> on this show. Uh, how does a disinformation board Aye. in a democratic, or a representative democracy, a republic, right. whatever you want, whatever the fuck we are? Yeah. In the United States of America, how does our government do an impartial because mm-hmm. it would have to be impartial if they're gonna put it in there? In theory, yeah, right? It's supposed to be. Yeah. How do you create an impartial disinformation governance board? Especially in the year twenty
1: twenty two. Yeah.
0: How does that work?
1: You, you can't. We have the First Amendment, right? Freedom of speech. So what you're telling me is the government says, you know what? We are going to regulate speech now. Like, that is the First Amendment, the first thing in the Constitution, the freedom of speech, right? That's what blew my mind with this whole thing. And I think that's why it died very quickly because people, you know... It was It was. let's use some buzzwords, right? People are all up in arms about disinformation. Let's create a board so while we can now put out our agenda and tell the narrative the administration once told. But guess what? Some smarter people stepped in and said, wait a minute. This isn't fucking going to work. We have this thing called the First Amendment, freedom of speech. You're telling me you're going to create a government agency to say what is true and not true. Well, to me, truth is relative. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's, there are certain absolute truths, right? But truth is sometimes perspective. You and I may believe two different things, but your perspective, you know, you're looking at a, the green light is closer to you than the red light. That's your truth. My truth is the red light's closer. Which is the difference? Disinformation. It's who determines that? Perspective. Exactly. Who determines it? You can't put. You can't do something like that. That's the whole point of these fucking fact checkers on social media. How do you employ people to determine what is true and what is not? If I'm putting out a fucking opinion, so the way I look at it, uh, get me fired up,
0: man. I, the way I look at it objectively, though, is that all this was because the the uh, party in power right now has the ability to, to try this. Is that anything that does that anything could be possibly called disinformation if it goes against, quite frankly, yes. liberal viewpoint. Correct, absolutely of the country. Yes,
1: and and not accepting that as the standard. Yes, that's exactly right. I mean, there's no other. Re- Give me another logical explanation as to why all of a sudden this is something the government wants to do when we've gotten so woke in policies and so liberal in policies now i want to create a board to say this is this is the this is the truth this is not the reason i believe it's yeah. happening is
0: because the tide is changing absolutely they the tide has, feels, has and changed.
1: They feel, yes they feel it they know it they're grasping at straws right now yeah
0: and i wouldn't want this if the republicans were in there I wouldn't, no. want, I wouldn't want
1: the, the right wing part of no. the party
0: the right the extreme right wing of the party yes creating a disinformation board and yes. and and saying anything that doesn't fall against uh, right-wing politics as the standard is
1: disinformation. I don't yeah. want that. Look, I don't want that. Th- this comp- this country was founded on differing opinions. Mm-hmm. That's how we solve problems. That's how we create things, right? We there we have to be able to debate things. We have to be able to disagree. We have to be able to argue our perspectives on certain topics. Right. If you have a board or an entity that says, this is true, this is not, they are right, you are wrong, we will not allow you to talk about this, we're talking 1984, no question. I mean, uh, no that's question. really what this is. So
0: let's move on to, um, in the same vein now, let's move into Elon Musk. Okay. So I love him. Uh, yeah, I do too. Interesting guy. So Twitter, um, basically, uh, the, the most controversial thing they did in the last two years is they basically kicked Trump off. So they kicked the President of the United States at the time. He's still president. They kick him off Twitter. And the thing I was always cloudy on: Did they get away with it, Rocco? Because it theoretically was a private company, so they were able to maneuver that way and make decisions
1: based upon the the company's best interest. Well, they 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 use their terms of service to say that that's why. But again, you know, but who's who made the decision? It still was another company. The company, company. yeah, the company. It's a private company, right? It's a private platform. Okay, it's not a government. It's not a so. There's a whole other rabbit hole we can go. I'm not going to go there. But there's this whole. I think it's Section 203. That gives them this liability so these social media and this is where i disagree with a lot of this shit these social media companies have liability protection because they say we are not editorial we are merely a platform for people to share information so we don't edit content we don't say what's right and wrong well, i think it's all bullshit. well right as i'm saying that's why that's why the republicans have tried to revise this law to say you can't hide behind the shield of liability by saying you are not editorial when you're when you're kicking people off for saying things you don't like, like that's the whole other problem. They need to amend these laws. I think it's Section Two Hundred Three. Can't remember the name of the act, but it's, it talks about you know if they are merely a platform of sharing information, they're not editing the content, then they don't have liability for the content shared on there. But yet they're kicking people off. They have these fact checks. It's this, this whole other discussion. But yeah, it's a private company, and they have terms of service and if you can vi- if you violate those terms of service or their community guidelines you'll see people get strikes on Twitter or get banned from Twitter for a certain period of time it's because you went against our community guidelines okay and and there's no rhyme or reason so Instagram right i can't tell you how many times people have stolen my profile pictures and created fake profiles to catfish people which is ridiculous i've reported them to instagram Sometimes they delete them. Other times I get the response, this is not in violation of our community guidelines. I'm like, this is fucking me. These are my kids. I'm reporting that this is me. These are my photos. That's How does that not violate? When you stole someone's identity, they're good. But Trump, he said some shit, but now he's banned for life. Explain that to me.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to, and, but it, it goes back to that whole thing where <clears throat> I think the public's looking at it as, uh, you know, it's a, the, the guys, if it's a private company, it's not yeah. a government entity mm-hmm. that everybody would have this intrinsic ability for free speech. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to somebody making judgment over somebody else yeah, because he or she doesn't like what he or she said. Yeah, it's exactly right. Yes. That's it. It's very arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah. To me absolutely it, look, it looks very arbitrary and so so musk decides well, i don't think
1: i think he's always been a rather uh proud independent i believe well he did you just see his tweet he put out like a day or two ago well, i think he's he's voting republican he said, he said i've always voted democrat oh interesting and basically he's i've always i've never voted republican well his description of the democratic party now Well, right that's what he's saying like they've done it to themselves you can't yeah. the exact word of the tweet but it was basically saying like you've done this to yourselves i'm voting republican right. because of what you've done and become right Right right, right, I mean it's uh Johnny Rotten
0: just made a yeah. statement you know a month or two ago and he, you know, and he was not not the most conservative person in the world, but he he said he never th- thought he'd see a day yeah. where everything's flipped yes the Democrats are no longer the party the Democrats are not the party of big government yeah or not uh, the, uh, of the no the Democrats are not the party of the um, not a party of the people. Um, they're not the party of the people. They're Republicans. No. The Republicans are the party of free speech and the Democrats are party of the machine. Now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. Oh, yes. I mean it's like everything is completely flipped from mm-hmm. where it was maybe 15 20 years yeah, ago. Definitely. You know, it's crazy. It's 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 completely <laughs> crazy. It is. But I but this thing with Musk is interesting. Apparently he believes that um he doesn't believe the bullshit that was told to him by the board that mm-hmm. only roughly 5% of the users are bots. Yes. He believes the number is much higher.
1: Well, because they gave him, I believe it was a too small of a sample size. They took a very small sample size. So there's only less than 5%. He's like, we need a bigger sample size. Okay. And that was the issue, I think. Okay. Okay. Because I, I, I think it also,
0: the excuse that, um, I might butcher his name here, but I think the, the CEO mm-hmm. of Twitter, um, Aguari, I believe, I can't pronounce his last name, but I guess he, he the initial thing he said was there wasn't enough uh, good software available. Software available to provide good data on how many bots there actually was. Right. That was essentially what yeah, he was that's saying. Some bullshit. So, what I wonder is what if the, what if the numbers like ten percent, fifteen percent, twenty percent. I wouldn't
1: be surprised if it was. I really wouldn't be surprised.
0: Well, Newsweek, yeah. not the most conservative <laughs> of publications, is uh, has a, a, a good segue. Yeah, Newsweek has an article that I just read today that mm-hmm. um, they're quoting a company called, a uh, software firm called SparkToro. Mm-hmm. And there, SparkToro is saying that roughly close to one half mm-hmm. of all of the Joe Biden yep. supporters mm-hmm. on Twitter are bots. Would not doubt that. One half. Yeah. Yes. fucking... <laughs> nuts it's crazy it's well, nuts
1: i i i truly believe oh there's nothing shady going on there right here's the thing so i believe social media was manipulated what a joke like during the whole election right i'm i'm you know center right i'm mm-hmm. you know, more conservative right mm-hmm. i don't typically you know go on liberal pages or like that during the election all i saw was democratic stuff on my, on my feet, nothing really, yeah. some conservative stuff, but it's like, so if I'm a person that never likes that stuff, never oh, talks I mean, about yeah. it, it was definitely skewed. It, yeah, of course. That's
0: like, it, I mean, I, I'm not talking about ballot box stuff. I'm, not talking, about, I'm no. talking about social media manipulation. Yeah, absolutely. Let's face it. Yes. There was not a social media platform on the planet that yeah. was for Donald Trump. No, <laughs> in no. this election against Biden. No. Just, the decision was made that there, we're going to get a new president one way or another, mm-hmm. and it's going to happen. Yep, and we're gonna we're gonna work with Facebook and Twitter and Instagram yep. and Google yep. and Apple and everybody else. Yep, and th- that man has to go, and yeah. that philosophy needs to go. Yep, that's exactly right. Well, guess what? It happened, mm-hmm. and now we sit here two years later. With let me read it to you. Well, let's just read it again. Yeah. With four fifty nine average gas price per yep. gallon, and eight point three inflation. Yeah, and no baby formula. Yep and i'm just saying it does not look real rosy right and we now. almost had a 1984 ministry of truth we almost had a ministry of truth i couldn't see that ever that that, is, that was never going to happen
1: be honest no it wasn't but the fact that it even got this far scares me what about the audacity even to to pr- propose that shit <laughs> also a problem yes
0: so let me ask this. Do you think that there are people in the White House? Um, and Um, I guess every White House can be accused of this at certain sure. times. But there's a certain group of people in the White House with a philosophy that is so far out of touch with the bulk of America, mm-hmm. okay, that they just can't see it or don't understand it. And maybe somehow they think that they are in touch with America and they're plowing ahead. Because what I'm saying is in an effort, I would think, to – Find democratic gains in this okay. in, in this current environment. You'd want to move toward the center and create more. I don't know, um, a little more harmony. Whether it's policy, whether it's uh, whether it's you know, stump speeches, whatever. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's even a further reach every day to progressivism and further to the extreme of the Democratic Party. Yeah. More and more as we go. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. It's like that's, it's getting worse and worse in the public's eyes. The, the polls are a joke. Yeah. But instead of fixing that, mm-hmm. it's getting more radical. Yeah. They lack It's awareness. almost like that unless there's something up their sleeve,
1: we're just not seeing it. Doesn't make any sense to me. Well, to me, one, I think they lack the self-awareness to realize what's actually going on. It's about, it's about a power grab. They're but trying to preserve power. With all
0: this media and all the all think that. tanks and all of the, there's so much information coming from everywhere.
1: How could they be absolutely, like, brain-dead to it? It doesn't make any sense because to me. Because look at the media. Look at the media. The media just plays their narrative. Like, when you think about it, like, no one's talking to American people. It's so people. left right now. I think some of the media houses are actually starting to
0: turn a little bit
1: Well, on, to- uh, on them. Uh, yeah, I mean I mean I agree with
0: that but the, late night comedy is there's some yes. CNN some CNN uh opinion pieces that are just mm-hmm. destroy the New York Times is destroying yeah. Biden on a regular basis almost every day. They can't see that?
1: Well, again, do I think they see it? Possibly do I think they give a shit? No. I think it's about preservation of power.
0: So they're going to write it off. They're, they they they're know prevent- they're going
1: to lose and they're going to write it off or they're going to manipulate something. I don't. I don't know. It's that scary because it's lining up in a weird way. Cause yeah. I, again, when you
0: are in a, you're, you know, you are in the third quarter. Yeah. And you are getting killed. Mm-hmm. You know, you maybe you bring the new quarterback in. Maybe, yep. maybe you change defensive schemes. There is yep. some kind of change that goes yes. organizationally yeah. to give a shot to get things back on the right course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is almost like we're just going to go back and punt.
1: Yeah, I mean that. What's going to cra- be? It's crazy. The, the midterm elections are going to be very telling. And do I think if if it is all fair? I'm not saying I'm not I'm not talking about election integrity, and I'm not right. kidding. But if right. it is truly a, a, a fair election, I think the Democrats are going to get wiped out. And not because it's right versus left. I think people are just tired of the bullshit. And all we're getting fed now is bullshit. Yeah. If the Democrats were smart, they would have gotten the power, tried to unite the country, Solve some problems. Push some of their policies. I get that. Every administration is going to push their policies. Of course. There's a way to do it that you still appease the American public. Make people feel like we're on the right track. This country has been fucking derailed. Like derailed. I I mean, how can they not see it? I mean, let's look.
0: You talk about facts. Okay, facts are subjective. You know what's not subjective? Let me give you a fact that's not subjective. Yes. $4.59 a gallon of gas. Yes. 8.3% inflation. Yes. That's not a subjective. No, effect. that is a fact. This that comes is. from the government website. Yes, exactly. Okay? Yes. So I mean, you can argue that all you want, yes. but that's 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 reality. Mm-hmm. So I guess it took a call from the U.S. Energy Information Association. Yeah, that's where I got exactly. This from. So that you know, you can't or just argue, go
1: on the street, and look at the gas station. You can't
0: argue that. No, can't. So that's in your face. Yet you're not doing anything, even visible. You're not even saying anything. Yeah. They would give anyone any peace Mm -hmm. in the public sphere, Yeah, your own people peace. The moderates. The Mm -hmm. moderates put them in power. The moderates put the Republicans in power when they were there. The moderates are who he needs to be talking to right now. Correct. They want nothing to do with Mm him. Yeah. So do they know it and they don't care? Do they know it and they want to burn it down
1: before they go out?
0: I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Yeah, I I. That's a good question because it, it's the analysis I try and do is it, it's almost impossible because I can't really figure it out. Because is it a we're gonna burn it down before we leave to make it really hard for you to fix? Whether there's back in power in two years because we're gonna be it's gonna be so fucked up that when the Republicans take power, you can't really do anything anyways because it's literally burnt down. And guess what? You tried for two years. We're going to come back. Like, I don't know. I don't know where the messaging's at. It doesn't matter. I and mean, when you have
0: someone like James Carville, who is like this legendary yeah. Democratic strategist, right? Mm-hmm. And directly responsible for a lot of Bill Clinton's success yeah, and yep. other folks. Um, crazy guy. Not my yeah. cup of tea, but I definitely respect his, his knowledge. Mm-hmm. And you see him just losing his fucking mind because yeah. he, he's, he, he's seeing what his party is doing. Yeah. The lights are on. I mean, yes, in the broader sense, the lights are on, no one's home, but for the administration, and and again, the president is the leader of that party. Yes. The the messaging or lack thereof. Yeah. Not just on the political side, but just for the the general business of the United States. Yes. Yes. It's, it's like a, it's almost like we got so much messaging from the prior guy. The current guy gives us shit. We don't get anything. Yeah. It's almost like a, a polar
1: opposite. Yes, where I think, where I think the Democrats have calculated things wrong. They are thinking of this young woke vote they're always going to have, right? So if we just do the woke things, like bring the, bring the people in the administration that fill the certain buckets and we say the right things and we talk really progressive and we're going to, that these people are going to come on vote. They also seem to forget that these people are the ones that aren't making the money to support the inflation, to, to pay for the high gas prices. So eventually these people are kind of like, What the fuck? I've watched videos of people that voted for Biden and are kind of like now saying, what the fuck is happening? Well, yeah. Every moderate. underestimated that. They've underestimated that piece, that segment of the population, thinking they're always going to have that young, progressive, woke vote. I don't think that's the case. So I think people are looking at what is really going on in this country and how it's impacting their pocketbook. Well, not not only are they going (sighs) to lose the moderates, They've
0: re-energized the the Republican Absolutely. base, and and they have um, they basically have I don't know. There's no. There's going to be no energy. Yeah, on the Democratic side, but right. no. people people are disinterested because yes. they're going to feel like there's not a chance. They look what you've done. Yes, I don't. I mean, I might not vote for a Republican. Yeah, but they're not mm-hmm. going to vote for their guy. They're not going to come out and do it. They're just they're just not. And and again, again. It's a a huge philosophical argument, Mm -hmm. and there's so many tenets in there that comprise it all. But if you go back to 2020, there's just been a lot of social problems, starting with the riots. Yep. Starting with what could have been a really important moment for this country, Mm -hmm. peacefully. Yeah. Yes. Which could have – the opportunity for that was there, Mm -hmm. but it didn't happen. No. And then you had the tear down in some areas of the police department. You had the decay of, of our big cities. Yep on and on and on where every day you turn around Mm -hmm. a lot of people in this country just don't think that we're either headed in the right direction or they're looking around at their city or their state or their region or their county and they're like i don't even recognize this place exactly it's a different american we don't have the law enforcement the safety the security Mm -hmm. that we're used to you know we turn on the news and you know some some senators are saying we're at war with Russia, I mean, the messaging, cr- it's all yeah, over the board. You know? Over the From board. day to day, you don't know what the fuck you're going to hear.
1: No. And you got to just tune turn out the noise.
0: I guess. I guess. This thing with Musk, what's your thoughts on this? You think eventually he's going to, your guess
1: is he's going to eventually buy I think so, yeah. I, I, think, I think he may the try drive the, the fr- price. Yeah, I think he'll drive the price down. Because, I mean, if he, smart. I mean, why wouldn't you? We haven't you- even talked about the stock market. It's yeah. just as we're sitting here today, the 19th of May, it is just getting pummeled. Pummeled. Yeah. Crypto is pummeled. A lot of things have been pummeled. And
0: again, I understand the concept that you can't, it's your, the pushback will be from our, our liberal friends is mm-hmm. that you can't, um, you can't blame the president for this particular thing or this. Well, you know what? There could be some credence in that mm-hmm. he does not have the power to fix every little thing, but messaging, especially when mm-hmm. it's related to a economic situation yeah. is yes. everything. Yes. And it starts with him, mm-hmm. policy-wise. Yeah. It starts with him and Congress. And if yes. the policies are not what the market wants to hear, not mm-hmm. what the American people want to see, yeah. that's a big problem. Huge problem. Huge problem. And I'm not a political analyst. I mean, a political analyst can help you with that. Yep. I'm just telling you, pull your head out your ass. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, I mean that. No, I, you're I right. Don't, I don't you're get
1: right. it. The, the, I, it's impossible to get, honestly. I, I wish I, wish I had an intelligent response to say this is what i believe is going on i just think the dude is fucking clueless yeah and i hate to say that because i really want whomever is president to succeed yeah but you see what's that? you see people leaving the administration in droves like look how many people left kamala well, it's, harris's it's, office it's a huge
0: it's a huge sign where like has she been
1: a, who knows like, yeah. what does she do and that's again when you don't get the most qualified person for the job yeah yeah there's no question yeah i mean
0: it's it, it's it's gonna be it's funny like I tried to to uh, accelerate my mind the other night, look forward like 10 years, 15 mm-hmm. years, as that, as we, hopefully, we're all here, Yeah, look back on what this presidency <laughs> was. It's going to be, it's almost like this, here's the difference. Jimmy Carter was an articulate, mm-hmm. well-read, intelligent man. Yeah. That had policies that, economically didn't work yep. and had some foreign policy issues during his presidency. Sure. But you could not attack him as a man or the character of him. Yeah. Biden has the same issues in more that Carter struggled with, but he doesn't have the character, the cognitive ability. He doesn't have the other intangibles. We, they may, we may look back on this four years. It's like, this may be the worst presidency in modern times. I believe we will based upon what is going on in mm-hmm. his administration. Yeah and in society during his administration. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And we're two years
0: in. got two years to go. He could salvage it. It's yeah. possible. Anything's possible. Yes. Um, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. So uh, oh. I'm, I, I love him too. Jordan Peterson is a um, clinical psychologist, mm-hmm. and a very famous one at that. And if you spend any time listening to him talk, you're either going to like him or you don't. And I respect both sides of the equation. Mm-hmm. I personally find uh, business lecturers like him that have the psychological... Component fascinating Jim Rohn mm-hmm. years prior. Uh, but, but a lot of, uh, I, I find a lot of motivation with him. I find a lot of reason with him. Um, and I know he also has a religious component, but the material that I've always ingested from, from uh, Jordan Peterson yeah. was not based solely on religion. So no. I, I've always enjoyed listening to him, especially on Rogan, yeah. especially on Lex Friedman, other mm-hmm. podcasts where he can go yeah. in a relaxed fashion for long periods of time. Yeah. He's okay. very impactful. Definitely is. You feel the same way? Yeah. All right. So uh, he made a comment on Twitter, and basically uh, there was a full-figured model uh, on the SI Swimsuit Edition, and he made an off-the-cuff, I'm assuming it's off-the-cuff, or maybe it was very intentional, Mm -hmm. but he basically said, and I'm quoting, sorry, not beautiful, and no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that. So for that comment, uh, not surprisingly, he has received a lot of vitriol. Sure. Um, Yep. I want to get your thoughts on the comment. Um, we, we already know the, what you think about uh, Peterson. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts on the comment itself, what you think was going on there, what you don't think was going on there, and then his ultimate decision
1: to leave Twitter because yeah. he did not like the pushback he got. Yeah, I mean, so, so take that last piece, right? The, the fact he left Twitter because he doesn't like the pushback, that's where I have a problem. Because if you're putting yourself out in that way, that's just an expectation. That's just a byproduct of what you're going to do. You're going to get pushback. And if you let that impact you emotionally and you talk about being strong emotionally, what does that say? Like, how am I now supposed to, you know, give credence to what you say? Take that aside. What he said, that's a hard one because I don't know his intention. I understand what was said. I think I can deduce from what was said what he was trying to do. I, I I think, and I could be completely wrong, and this is not how I think. I'm just mm-hmm. merely stating what I think he meant was: we cannot um, glorify unhealthiness, obesity, obesity, yeah, clinical and, obesity. Yes, like, and and I, and I get that. Now, now there are all levels to that, right? There are some people that's just how they are. They don't, they have a metabolism that will always be. I'm morbidly obese if you weighed me and put me on the chart. Truly, I am. At, at my height, I should weigh 150 to 160 pounds. Mm-hmm. I weigh 220 pounds. I'm morbidly obese, you know, so there's levels to that. So I do think maybe there was probably a better way to say that. Yeah, I probably, think he probably knows that now. Yeah, I mean, there was. <laughs> I mean, because again, I, I like I love the stuff. Like he does, he does say very in your face things, but he challenges people, and that's what I love about him. And he doesn't come off as adversarial to me. Like he's just matter of fact. He's very
0: matter of matter fact. of fact does not actually work on social media.
1: Well, right. Like like I, I, no like, context. The, the one. The one. There's a, there's a lot of examples I can give for him, but the one where he was talking to this woman in the UK and she was talking about, um, you know, gender e- inequality in the workforce. And he's like, you know, what she's saying, well, why, you know, there's inequality. He's like, well, there's more men bricklayers. There's more men, you know, and, and she couldn't, she couldn't respond. He's like, I got you. He's like, he's like, I, I got you because all you care about is equality in the jobs you think you want, not equality across the board. Like if you want equality, then we need the same level of bricklayers, you know, wire hangers, tree cutters, like army infantry, t- and army infantry, dangerous jobs that ninety nine percent of those jobs are filled by men. Right. Like that is something, and he he kind of just gets in the face about that stuff, and that's very matter. And so this might have been one of those instances where he's like, look, this is not what we should be glorifying as beauty, in a- because not that it should be something t- like anorexic or anything like that like everybody beauty's in the eye of the beholder right yeah i i think he probably had good intention in misguided communication it's a harsh it's it's a harsh tweet uh very harsh the way
0: the way it's worded i'm not talking about the intention but the way it's and i can see where that's gonna land yeah and and an explosion is gonna go i mean this is a bomb this is a fucking bomb but then the that the to me, it's kind of – and it's just so not like Jordan Peterson to me, me, but it's a cowardly way out to just take your ball and go home yeah. and not face the
1: shitstorm. He'll be back. I, I, I believe yeah. I believe he'll be back. So I, th- I think it, maybe it's just a mental pause he needs because I, I can't imagine being in the limelight he's in. Right. right You're constantly under scrutiny. And he talks about the things that people don't – like when he talks about the dark side – There's no question. Like – That's a conversation people don't want to have, but it's probably the most essential conversation you have to have with yourself as a human being. Right. And he talks about that. He gets in deep in why it's important. Like, the the whole statement, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Right. And, like, that's the truth, right? right? You need to be ruthless. You need to be a fucking monster in this world. just learn to control it. Mm -hmm. So, he says these things that can be taken as well we're a softer society too yeah you know, i mean so. we're very soft and that's yeah. the problem and, and, yeah. and again but, this I, but a couple of different words
0: in there if you would have added it would have landed yes. softer <laughs> yes yes yeah this. but do
1: you believe he's a soft person though I mean, maybe, maybe no. this is who he is
0: well it is interesting though um i would have more respect for him mm-hmm. if he wouldn't leave because yeah. that would prove that Yes. that he's not that hard. right now he's proving he's not that hard because he's correct. emotionally invested in the comments in mm-hmm. yes. the vitriol correct which doesn't fit the narrative now i did watch an interview with him and rogan about a year to year and a half ago mm-hmm. where rogan was kind of lecturing him on there that yeah. you know joe was saying you shouldn't be so invested in these comments why are you looking at them you know and, mm-hmm. and it was really interesting yeah. to hear peterson admit that he just cannot Uh, stay away like he wants to read that brett weinstein a very uh, Mm -hmm. another intellectual that was on there had the same problem yeah and they were getting emotionally distraught over
1: you know some valid
0: comments and probably some comments from trolls
1: i mean look if if you if you make your living and your identity is based upon the words you speak and the opinions you have then of course those comments are going to hit home right they're going to matter i mean that's really him he's Made his money and his fame by what he says and how he thinks and how he communicate. Yes, so if someone attacks that, that's attacking his identity. Mm-hmm. You know, so of course that's going to sting a little bit. But the vehicle that you're in, you need to understand. You know, of the, course, playground. You just yeah, understand I, the playground. Well, right. That that's the thing. You you gotta you know take things with a grain of salt. I mean, you're you're in social media where. A lot of these people have done nothing with themselves in right. life. And they're just, all they want to do is attack other people. Logan's got that figured out. Like he knows. Yeah. That, he doesn't that, give you know, a shit. He just ignores every yeah. comment imaginable. And I think, yes. I think
0: you're, you know, The Rock and guys like that with a yeah. big social media presence. They yep. understand that. Yeah. And that's actually really good advice for anyone who has a, a social media following. You just yeah. don't mix it up with the fray because it's not going to serve your emotion. It's about your emotional yes. state. Yes. It doesn't serve your emotional state. It's nothing beneficial for you. Correct. All right. Um. <laughs> It's kind of funny in a way. I guess it's kind of sad. So apparently uh, there is a company called Yoppie, Y-O-P-P-I-E, and they sell menstrual products. And the president of uh, – the CEO, excuse me, Daniela Perry, um, she has an Instagram campaign going on, an ad for a company, I believe. And I'll quote. She says, most bleeders know how they are impacted by their period but unfortunately aren't in touch with their feelings and symptoms in the other phase of the cycle, we're going to change that, but again, the pushback has been most bleeders. No, so the pushback she has been getting is people just saying, "Well, it's not a female, it's not a girl, it's not a woman, it's a bleeder." So there's some thought out there from uh, from the left uh, that you know that uh, because we're all up in our feelings and non-binary and picking our own adjectives mm-hmm. and. And, and if you go under the premise that people can define who they are, mm-hmm. what they, uh, not associate with, or they, mm-hmm. is that what it is? Identify. Identify, yeah. excuse me. That, uh, if you believe that, then I guess that you're probably okay with now label labeling yeah. females or childbirthing people as people bleeders. As bleeders, yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, to me, it seems a little gory,
1: a little uncouth. I mean, I feel like a little if distasteful. We, look, I feel like if we discuss this, we're probably going to become bleeders. People are going like, to really hunt us down. But, but I, I, look, I understand why she said it, right? You're trying to play to that gender neutrality. Sure. Right? It's like, okay, it's I, can't, I can't refer to you as a woman or a girl or a female. All, all kind of, if, if, if you menstruate and use my products, you're a bleeder or non-bleeder. I mean, that's really what she's saying. I get it, you know, but is that the word? Is that the, is that the best word? <laughs> what, okay, no. Let me play devil's advocate. What's the alternative? I mean, I don't know if she could word, have said someone know, who menstruates oh, oh, or doesn't menstruate. I, don't I mean, know I feel like words, that's a better choice. Words exist to, to appropriately But is she say, trying to be edgy and, and create buzz, which obviously it has. We are two guys talking about this on a podcast. Yeah. That really this has no impact on either one of our lives. So, so no, she has created no I just thought it was very odd. And that's why, that's why it was fascinating to me. Like, I, and it was shocking because I
0: just couldn't believe what I was hearing. Like, I, like, you yeah, know, yeah, I don't know if that's, I, when I hear the, when I hear bleeder. I think of uh, either a horror movie, yeah, like he's bleeding out, or or like I think of, yeah, like a show on television where like you know someone gets shot and they're being whisked away (laughs) by an ambulance and they're bleeding out. Yes, yeah, a bleeder like that. I mean, I I don't know, like a a science fiction movie where like the villain was called a bleeder or something. I don't know. I mean,
1: I get what she did. I I I I don't agree with it. I I don't.
0: I think females are like the most amazing creatures and, yeah. and maybe it's just some old school in the way of and it and, and i just can't yeah. believe that we're now arguing about defining what what a woman is oh man and, and we're defining and now we're using it see to me okay mm-hmm. i'll say it calling a woman a bleeder to me mm-hmm. is derogatory sure yeah. That's how I personally feel about it. Because yeah. we're all up in our feelings. Let me be up in my feelings now. I would have got I punched in the face. I think it's, it's derogatory. Yeah, if
1: I was a kid and referred I to someone. would never say that. Right. You'd get punched in the face. In a million years. No. Not at all. And I wouldn't want my child saying that. No. How about no. that? Yes, exactly. Sorry. Yes, Sorry to the woke
0: community, but right. I'm not there. I can't get there. Yeah, I can't. I'm going to go home and call Laura that tonight and see what she oh, does. Oh, that was over fantastic. Last <laughs> subject. Uh <laughs> hey, UFOs. Did you happen to notice that there's this – Of course, <laughs> I'm fascinated with this stuff, yes. right? Okay. So there was a big panel hearing on mm. Congre- in Congress on Capitol Hill, and there was a bunch of uh, naval intelligence folks, I think, and maybe some other branches of the military giving explanations on – UFOs, and I guess they got another another acronym for it now. But basically, what came out of this was that there are national safety concerns. Mm-hmm. There are some of these identi- unidentified objects. They were kind of thinking are man made, and but there's a s- good swath of them. Mm-hmm. I want to say the number is is roughly 400 of them. Yeah, that they do not have an explanation. Okay, and they cannot rule. Yeah. That they cannot prove that it's man-made entity. Mm-hmm. And now this is out in the open, where at one time pilots were afraid of being scorned, or yeah. run out of the service, or run out of an airline mm-hmm. for reporting this stuff. There's more openness, so you're getting more and more pilots that are okay about talking about yeah. it, and there's more video. Yeah. So, is this a diversion from all the really important stuff that's going on, or do you think in your gut maybe there's something to all this stuff
1: both i think it's both I mean, I mean look is it definitely it's always the timing is always peculiar peculiar when they release these ufo Suspect. things like oh like the hillary clinton trial is starting and oh we're going to start talking about ufos and like all these different things you know seem to happen at times when other things are going on in the background but now we're talking but do i believe yeah. Like, I, I think it'd be very egocentric for us to think we are the only things out there. Mm-hmm. Like, this universe is way too big to think we are the only living organisms in this entire universe. Like, out of all the planets and all the solar systems, we are it. Mm-hmm. Like, does that make sense? I mean... I'm right there with you. You know, we, um, we're we raised to be egocentric when it comes to e- the human race. and Like, we are it. We are the only things out there. But... How do you explain all this? Like I've watched some of the shows. I've watched, you know, documentaries on this. Stuff. It's interesting to me too. Like it fascinates me. Just not. I mean, there's no other explanation. Like, how do you explain these things?
0: So, are some of these unidentified flying objects possibly military incursions from China? Military incursions from other countries? Could they be?
1: Yeah, but do I think it's something different? Probably. Do I think it's something outer worldly? Sure. I'm not I'm not saying there's nothing else out there. Like I do believe mm-hmm. we are not alone. Mm-hmm. We are not alone. Well, I think mathematically, any
0: any reasonably thinking human it's kinda hard to find in year twenty twenty two.
1: But I mean, who knows, right? Well mm-hmm. right. I mean that that's just to me, I, I just look at it like we there is some there are other things out there. And maybe they've just kept their distance from us. Do you You blame them? (laughs) I mean, you know, I I can't remember. It was either a documentary. fucking earthlings are nuts. Well, (laughs) I can't remember if it was a documentary I watched or some show about UFOs. I can't remember. What's the new acronym they use? It's not UFOs anymore. UAPs or something? UAPs. Unidentified Aerial Projectile. Phenomena or projectile or something like that. Yes. Um, And they were talking about, like, it's kind of the same thing that, they believe these people stayed away and they've, they've come more into light to prevent us from destroying ourselves, mm-hmm. the human race from destroying itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of makes sense because we're kind of a shit show right now. <laughs> like, just, I mean, we really are. When you think about the shit that's going on, right. like, why do we still have fucking wars? Like, mm-hmm. with all the technology and communication, like, how the fuck do we still go to war? Yeah, that's an interesting engine concept. I
0: often think that myself. Yeah. It's like you have this major superpower and they're sending tanks in and they're convent- using conventional right. weapons to blow up buildings. That's so 1970.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, what's the point? I mean, like, really- what is the point? What is the point?
0: Yeah, when they they have enough armament to basically blow the country to smithereens, right? And then take over the country. Okay, cool. What, what's the point? Yeah, it, it's it really it's it's fascinating. It's a really it's an interesting case study. Yeah, um, but I will say one thing. Uh, you know, I can find a good policy the Biden administration has done. They have not started World War III, and yeah. they have not. Put American boots on the ground yes, in Ukraine. I they have not put yes. American air air force yes. in the air. I mean, that's you know, if anything, I give them credit for that. Yeah, one hundred percent because that could have been pulled in very easily. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I think the restraint, and I yes. think that I think it's a fundamental restraint Joe Biden has. I think yeah. he fundamentally does not, in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. want to send American men agree, and women I agree over with that. there. Yes, and thank I, God. Yeah, I thank him it. for that because because the cause that. Republican Party's got some hawks. Yeah. And in a Democratic Party, and the old guard, there's some hawks there too. Yep. So I I will give Biden credit for this. I I do think he is what's preventing us from going there. One hundred percent. Now it's going to get dicier when there's a NATO, uh, the NATO vote, and all that stuff. There's something the next couple of weeks are going to be pretty dicey. Yeah, absolutely. Russia's not in the the greatest um, military shape after losing one third of their army. Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, the the fact. It's it's funny because well, right, and it's and it's interesting because like. No one's really even talking about it that much anymore. It's like it was real big, and then it's like, well, Russia really didn't do shit. They kind of made a push, but now it's like they're kind of just stuck. So, what's next? And people are just talking about other shit now. Because I remember like when it was starting to happen, it's horrifying. It was like, what is gonna and it's happen? still horrifying. but it is. Like, We
0: have to search it out now to be yes. horrified. Yes, it's not being pummeled into our faces. Yes, exactly. All right, friend. I appreciate this. Of course, man. Yeah. A blast. Until next time. Absolutely. We're gonna do it again.
1: Thanks, buddy. All right. Man. All right.